The Mid-America Music Festival is back, bigger and better than ever for 2021. Rocking Northern Missouri with Autograph, Slaughter, and Great White. Plus the 90 Days Band, Friday, July 16th at Black Silo Winery in Trenton, Missouri. Gates open at 3. Concert starts at 445. Tickets, camping, food trucks, and more. Information online at midamericamusic.com. Midamericamusic.com. Autograph. Slaughter. Great White. The 2021 Mid-America Music Festival. Friday, July 16th. Presented by CFM Insurance. Grab your friends and get your tickets now at midamericamusic.com. Midamericamusic.com. What's up? This is Joey Allen from Warrant, and you are on the road to rock. Turn it up. We roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You are now on the road to rock, powered by the Great American Sports Network. It's not just a podcast. It's an unabashed celebration of rock's living legends. And now, please welcome your host, the master of your rock and roll road trip, leading you down the highway to hell, Clint Schweitzer. That's right. You are on the road to rock with Clint Schweitzer. Thank you so much for being part of our inaugural podcast. Of course, those that have followed the Music Mania podcast for the past six or seven years, uh, you're transitioning right over. And thank you so much for doing so. Everything should have stayed the same. The RSS feed, the way you listen, all of that just changed over. The name changed, the logo changed, but the feed is right there for you. Now, our website has changed. You can go to roadtorock.com. Now is the, the way you can follow us in our YouTube channel, Great American Sports and Entertainment Network. That's where you can catch the videos of these shows because 95% of the time now, I'm doing a video interview to go along with, of course, the audio portion. So this week, who better to kick off on the road to rock then with our good friend, one of our oldest friends, Joey Allen from the band Warrant, going to be coming on to talk about the 30th anniversary of Cherry Pie Tour, return to touring. It is back on. Guys, I have a pep in my step. Things are definitely looking up. It's summertime, and I think we all just have a little bit bigger smile on our face these days as there is definitely good hope uh, to come here. Concerts are coming back. It's been a just terrible year in so many ways. I mean, it affects Everyone differently, guys, but for me, I'm out on the road doing concerts, doing interviews. That's my life, and uh, whether it be sports or music, that is, uh, you know, it's it's what keeps me going. It's what I do, and this last year has been just bizarre in so many ways, so there's a lot coming up. Concert calendars filling up. Uh, Going to be catching Warrant July 23rd, uh, actually here in Hannibal, Missouri, so go to warrantrocks.com and check out all their tour dates, guys. Of course, you know Joey Allen. He has been a part of this show so many times. He's been a great friend and, uh, you know, appreciate everything he's done for this podcast. So it's great to kind of start off this rebrand with Joey Allen and we have more great guests piling up. I am definitely reinvigorated. Sometimes, as they say, you just need a fresh paint of coat, <laughs> as they say, to just sort of press the reset button. And I felt that uh, Music Mania was sort of an arbitrary name that I just picked six or seven years ago thinking, you know, I don't know what this will ever become. Just pick a name of a, of a, of a music th thing, Music Mania, sure. And it grew. And that's because of you guys, the listeners. 
and the guests that we've had on and had the opportunity to interview. That's what this podcast is all about. And it's what, what it's going to continue to be on into uh, the stratosphere. So again, go to the website, road to rock podcast.com and uh, hit us up on our socials. Uh, you can go to road to rock pod on Twitter search for on the road to rock with Clint Switzer on Facebook and you can catch us there. So we always appreciate that. Always appreciate the feedback and, uh, the interaction who got, who would you guys like to see on this show? We're going to just be rolling out the red carpet guys. This is going to be fast and furious. The guests are going to be coming in and, uh, it's going to be just like it was back in like 2019. We're going to get back to that. That's what we want is uh, some normalcy. And that's what we're going to get here on this podcast. Thanks so much for sticking with it through all this. It's been crazy, you know, as the, you know, the year went on, we still did interviews, but, you know, bands were getting less and less excited about doing it. They're not, they're, they're not promoting a tour. Sometimes they're just trying to promote a live stream or doing an album and that's kind of it. But uh, things are, I think, really heating back up. So without further ado, we want to take you to this week's guest. We're going to get into... Uh, everything from, you know, the fact that Robert Mason, now the singer has been in the band now for 13 years, you know, replacing Janie Lane is no small feat, but Robert Mason is, uh, you know, he's tremendous. He does a great job in there and we're going to talk to him about the, the tour they have coming up and so much more. So without further ado, let's go ahead and take you to our interview this week with Joey Allen from Warrant. Live music is back with this year's Mid-American Music Festival presented by CFM Insurance July 16th through the 18th at the Black Silo Winery in Trenton, Missouri. See Great White, Slaughter and Autograph July 16th. Granger Smith featuring Earl Dibbles Jr., Morgan Evans, Danielle Bradbury, Travis Marvin and more July 17th at the Mid-American Music Festival. Purchase your tickets and see the complete lineup at midamericanmusic.com. That's midamericanmusic.com. Hey, good to see you. This is uh this is a first. This is kind of cool. And since we talked last, this this video chat Zoom thing kind of took off. Wish I would have invested in it, to be honest. <laughs> You're not the only one hey, saying that, brother. That's for sure. We've got kids doing school on this. We got albums being recorded by bands. I mean, it's just the wave of it's just the wave of the future, man. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's to be to be honest, it's a bummer that kids are learning on this tool, but it's cool to do interviews and and you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's uh this is kind of cool to to be able to have you on to talk to you because kind of unbeknownst to you, this is actually the first ever episode of the On the Road to Rock uh with Clint Schweitzer podcast. Uh, out is the music mania, in is the new deal here. We've rebranded, so you're our first guest ever on the new under the new guise. Wow. So this is pretty cool. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm divergent. I, oh, I can't say that and deflower oh. you. Sorry. Wow. That's that. We've come a long uh, way, Joey, you and I. I'm and telling you, I'm telling you, I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, no, that's, I, I'm all for it. Uh, we, we need the blabbermouth clickbait headlines. Trust me. Um, right. No, this is, uh, this is great because as, as the timing of this kind of sees, sort of a transition in the music business as kind of a return to, to shows and touring. You guys are, are getting ready to fire back up. How, how long has it been since Warrant last took the stage? Well, it was February of 2020. We were in North wow. Carolina, I think, at a casino in Hickory, North Carolina, supporting Brett Michaels. So it's been that long. And uh, yeah, here we are. You know, hopefully we can go out and do it safely. We'll see. I, I think so. All signs are kind of looking good. There's, you know, shows have kind of been happening. And I think that the early returns are things are going well. You guys are going to be kind of kicking off June 5th 
at the Spyglass Winery with a bunch of other bands. It's like a big two-day thing uh, going on there. It's uh, to benefit youth mental health at the Spy Spyglass Ridge Winery. That's going to be awesome. we got Dawkins, you guys, Winger, Lita Ford, Firehouse, all your old buddies. This is going to be a great way to, to kind of get back in it. Are, are you guys rusty at all? How's, how's this going to go? <laughs> <laughs> Rust never sleeps, brother. Right? That's right. Um, no, we're, we're, uh, I don't know if we're rusty because we haven't played since February of 2020. So uh, ask me next Thursday after rehearsals. Um, you know, we're, we're fired up. We've got about 30 dates. Everybody's healthy. Um, everybody's shedding the COVID-19 pounds they gained in the last year and a half by sitting around at home and eating and drinking what they shouldn't be. And um, just doing the same thing probably a lot of people are doing, you know, staying safe, playing it smart and getting ready to go back out on the road, you know, going back through the old material has been a lot of fun writing the set lists. It's generally most of it, all of cherry pie because cherry pie is still in that 30th anniversary cycle until September. Um, so we're going to do that set and, and, you know, it's just fun revisiting some of the old tunes we haven't played. So next week's first rehearsal, first gigs on Saturday. Yeah, this is great to be able to revisit the 30th anniversary of Cherry Pie, which came out 30 years ago, I believe September 11th. I mean, they say if you do something really impactful, if you endear to an audience long enough that you get to celebrate these type of anniversaries. I remember when Kiss started doing a live 30, a live 35s, and it's like, wow. So now you guys have one here with uh, with Cherry Pie, which is a landmark album. Just kind of, yeah. does it seem like it's been 30 years? Like, that's a loaded question. I mean, what... It seems like it's been 130 years. See, to be honest with you. yeah, it's, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, it's it it just go, you know time goes by quick. The older you get, the quicker it goes, right? Um, and and from from our perspective, it's kind of cool to revisit some. Like I was saying, some of those tunes we haven't played in so long, or or maybe never even played live back in the day when the record came out. You know, doing the live version of Train Train off the Japanese tour, um, which I can let people into, and it's killer. It's it's going to be great. Um, just fired up. So 30 years, I'll take it, you know? Why not? Yeah, this is awesome. We actually... I was at all those KISS shows, too, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, me, too. And um, funny enough, I was... Um, I would say my last show before COVID was Aerosmith in Vegas, but about a month later, I was on my way to Tulsa for KISS into the road tour in Tulsa down here. And I was on my way there. The show got canceled. The world sort of ended. It was like a Stephen King moment. I'm like driving and everybody go home. Everything shut down. So I can't say KISS was my last show because it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go check that tour out when it kicks back in. I, so. I saw it a couple times and it, it's uh, it's tremendous. I give them so much credit to their production team and the way that they are able to keep keep that going. It's it's tremendous. And, you know, I, to me, it's become a point I get so tired of hearing people say thing, talk about original members of bands and this isn't, you know, isn't real because this person's not there. I get so tired of it, maybe because I'm 37 and I just, you know, I wasn't alive for, for kissing their prime. Yeah, you can't tell by the hair, can you? But I didn't get to see a lot of these bands in their in their prime. So to me, it's all about the music and it lives on. And I think that's what's important. Agreed? I think that, you know, it just if people are upset because their original members aren't in the band, you got to look at why. And it's always it's it's like looking at a, a, a reason why somebody doesn't talk to another member of the family, you know, it, or somebody dies or somebody doesn't want to play anymore or somebody, you know, is a, is a is a liability on the road. It happens and I get it. And, and I'm more of a music guy where I just want to go to the music. If there's different dudes doing it, it is what it is. If it comes down to no dudes doing it, then it's, 
it is what it is as well. But, you know, with, with, I don't, we've got four original guys, mm-hmm. you know, we're lucky. We lost one of our brothers, which is, which is horrific. Um, we'd rather have him here. Obviously, you know, there's bands that have half like kiss. I, you know, I've heard kiss sound their best with Eric and Tommy no diss to Ace Freely. I, mm-hmm. I, I grew up on kiss and Ace Freely, and a lot of people that might piss a lot of people off, but you know, it is what it is, you know? So I, I think it, I think it holds weight. If you got an original band, I think it's absolutely fantastic because that's, that's the fist, you know, but if you can't, you just do what you can as a, as a, as a business and in, in, in a band. And if you love to play music, you keep on going. You well, don't you need talk, quit. Sure. And, and, and you talk about uh, the four original members of Warrant, just kind of talk about the dynamics and kind of the magic that's created. I mean, between uh, yourself and Eric, Steven, um, and Jerry, I mean, what what is it about that group of, of individuals that's able to sort of keep this machine going all these years with little, uh, you know, um, disasters or problems? I mean, you know, it's it's a band. It's up yeah. and down. It's a downs. But there, what, what is used, it? there used to be disasters. Well, you know? yeah, there just there just aren't anymore. Um, you know, uh, the four guys that are still here, we're all, we're like brothers. You know, we it's like we we we're we live together on the road when we're off the road we don't talk to each other it, it's just you know everybody has their own families and their own thing you know um but but on the road we've got and off the road we've got each other's backs all the way but it, about the sound of warrant and where it comes from i mean it can come from you know steven's open-handed playing on drums he doesn't cross cross his hands he open plays He's got a little more, a little more grease in it. It's different um, than traditional drumming. The way Eric and I play off one another, it just makes you know. It's like a fist. Any band, get four or five guys together. It sounds the way it is. You change one of the guys out, it's going to sound different. It just is. You know, it's part of that glove. You know that. Um, but it's good. You know, for our band, we've still got the core four guys, so it sounds like Warrant. There's, you know, we've had Robert Mason now out front for. 11, 12, 13 years. I don't even know how many it's been so long. And, um, and he does a fabulous job. He does the, he does the, all the legacy stuff justice. He has a lot of respect for Janie and uh, his writing and the way he performs. So he, he's a sober guy out on the road. He kicks ass. And then we, we do new stuff, you know, and we have a lot of fun We're it's just, it's fun. It's still fun. So that's why we do it. You know? Well, uh, your last album was Louder, Harder, Faster, and it might have been around that time that we talked to you, probably the first time. I think it's an album that, uh, you know, as the, as the years have gone on, I mean, it, it's really critically heralded fans as well. Just kind of talk to us about Louder, Harder, Faster and how important maybe that was, um, you know, for, for Robert Mason, you know, as somebody that's really solidified himself as a singer in this band, it's uh, the first thing you've done since Rockaholic. Uh, which was six years before that. But uh, as the years have gone on, how, how does, what is your, what is your thoughts on louder, hotter, faster now that we're four years removed? I think that that's a really solid record. I think that's that tonally it's probably one of the better we, ones we've done. Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff with Dawkins, Pilsen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. It's my, it's my age. <laughs> Pilsen, Jeff Pilsen that, that produced it. Um, he did a great job. He's got great gear at his studio. He's, he's got the 69 Gibson. I want so bad. I, I should go up and steal it from him, but he, it's just so sonically it's killer. The songwriting's there. I mean, the guys that wrote the tunes, they did a great job. So there's some really good, good tunes. There's some, some vintage warrant stuff on there, you know, like the song perfect and 
things like that that kind of have that old vibe off of cherry pie and then there's some newer rock and stuff that's got the band as it is now vibe you know I thought, uh, as, as I look back, I think Devil Dancer was the was my favorite song off that album. I think that was a Robert song all the way. And it was it's like a perfect melding of of styles. I thought that was the I thought that was the star of the record. You hear that a lot. Is that one you enjoyed? I as like well? that. I, I like that. I like that song because the guitar tones are so crunchy and there's a little like sounds like knuckles are breaking on the <laughs> guitar track. It's killer. So I look at it so differently. Dude. I'm a guitar player. <laughs> you know what I mean, I yeah. mean, it's like it's like, I, you know, s- songwriting is not my my main my mainstay, which is cool. But playing guitar for this band is and I have fun. So I think that that's a well-written song. And it was a lot of fun to play the guitar on that. It was a lot of fun to record this record. And each one has a different it's like a different chapter in your life because you work with different producers, you work with different engineers, you're in a different studio, you might be in a different city. Um, you know, it just is what it is. So each one's its own baby, you know? So I know you grew up in Indiana, right? Fort Wayne area, right? I didn't grow up there. I was born there. You're okay. You're born there. So when you, yeah. at what point in your life did you move to LA? Like what, when you were pretty small then? Eight. eight. Okay. Yeah. But, but, you know, you were old enough to go to drive over to Terre Haute and get your Kiss Army membership from the official home of the Kiss Army in Terre Haute. Kiss Indiana. wasn't around when I was, Kiss wasn't around I know. when I was born. I know. So, um, I'm, just, know. I'm just pulling a connection out of my uh, ass here because I know okay. Terre Haute's the home of the Kiss Army, right? Yes. Yeah. I, lo- I, love, I love my Indiana home. I love my Hoosiers. I love my, all, my, all my friends in Indiana, and that's where I was born. And was raised in Irvine, California from... I don't know, third grade on, second grade on. And uh, then moved up to Hollywood when I was, you know, 20 or something, I think, and, and just went for it. And, um, you know, I've been all over this country and all over a bunch of other countries. And there's some beautiful places and a lot of beautiful people out there. So it, I don't know if the place necessarily defines the person or if the person defines the place, so to speak. You know I, mean? I think it works both ways. I guess I don't yeah. know this about you, but are, are you a sports fan at all? I mean, you grew up in Indiana, Indiana basketball is huge. You, you know, the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, you moved I, to, I'm I mean, old school. I'm old school. So I'm 57. So for instance, my favorite football team is the Miami Dolphins. And the reason why is because I actually went to Super Bowl seven with my dad when I was eight. Really? Yeah. It was here at the Coliseum and he got tickets and I went and that's that was the year they went. I saw that last game when they went 17 and 0. So you know, how can you not as an eight-year-old kid be a Miami Dolphins fan when you were at that game? And, you know, it hasn't been so great since then, but it's all right. We've had some great players and, you know, Shula was there for a long time, Marino, Duper, Clayton, all those guys. So yeah, I can get into sports with you and go nuts. Hoosiers, of course, but I'm also a Cincinnati Reds fan, big red machine. Yeah. I'm not like LA Dodgers, LA Lakers, you know, I don't have a bad, I mean, basketball, I'm obviously, uh, Hoosiers, Hoosiers, uh, college you know fan but outside of that i'm not really into pro basketball and you know well watch races and boat races and things like that well sweet you're kind of a rarity because it seems like if you move to la that's what you kind of have to do you have to adopt the team my buddy mark kendall from from great white he's uh he's always at dodgers games and he's you know when they win the world series and he's all dodgers and i have to give him crap for that but you know i'm in kansas city joey so the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, right? Last yeah, February. You got the Royals, dude. You got some well, great places it's, it's there. It's not a bad. 
Well, the, that's kind of the kind of what happened is the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year, which is like I've been waiting my whole life. It's like they, you know, they won Super Bowl four before I was born, of course. And uh, Lynn Dawson, baby. yeah, Otis, Otis Taylor and Buck Buchanan and the great team yeah. but they finally do it. And then COVID like the, there's the parade here in Kansas City. There's 800,000 people and then COVID hits and it's all, it just like it was insane. It was like this is what I waited my whole life for. And then it just, the world sort of ends. I always said if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, the world would probably end the next week. And it just about <laughs> did. So we, we well, and it, 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 it kind of did for a year, but it, here we are, you know. Here we are. And to top it all off, I was at the Super Bowl in Tampa this year as the Chiefs lose to the Bucks. So I went to the wrong one, let's say. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my luck. That's what happens when you play Superman, you know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. That guy's like, that guy's an anomaly. I'm oh. so happy. As a Miami fan, I'm so happy he's not a, a Patriots player anymore. You guys no. beat him enough times, though. That was Miami's. That he, yeah. he was Miami was his kind of bugaboo there for a, a lot of years. But uh, spoiler uh, a little bit, but <laughs> absolutely. Um, I got to ask you about uh, about uh, Robert Mason again. We got to talk about him because I have seen uh, Warrant live um, with 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 every singer you've had with Janie Lane, with uh, Jamie St. James, with uh, Robert Mason. And um, I've always been such a Robert Mason fan. I think that his, not only his look, his style, his voice, I think he's vastly underrated. I mean, 12 years in, he's, he's saying background with Ozzy. He's played with Lynch Mob. But how, 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 why do you think that Warrant has sort of become his home where he has not really strayed out of for all this time? Because he's, I mean, that, that was a big get for Warrant, in my opinion. Um, you know, he just, you know, and he get he got offered to be in different bands before us. And, and he, when we got Jamie in the band, when I got back in and we got Jamie in the band, I don't think he was on anybody's radar for whatever reason. I don't know. Mm. You know, I mean, you just people, you don't see him. Sometimes they go out of your mind a little bit for some reason, but you know, when we were having the problems during, after Jamie left and Lane came back and we were trying to do the reunion thing and we were having problems, we don't want to stop. We love the music. We want to play, you know, and when it became evident that Janie had to be at home to try to get better, we looked around and it kind of just happened, you know? I mean, I saw him one day in Rock, in Rock, at Rocklahoma and prior. Um, and, and I was like, oh my God, you know? it's it's just i think some things are meant to be so to speak and and he was into it and we were into it and when we first got together and jammed it just sounded great and that's and here we are you know is there something about being able sure yeah yeah no absolutely is there something about being able to play these shows with with band you know we talked about your shows coming up here on june 5th uh you know with the dawkins the wingers the firehouses whenever i've seen you guys it's always out with these great packages with Brett Michaels. I've, you know, so many times I've seen you with Dawkin before with Firehouse a lot of times with Vixen. I think you got some shows coming up with them and I love those girls. Um, what, is it cool to go out and, and play these shows with these guys? Are a lot of these guys friends at this point and you, you feel this level of comfort to, to do these shows together? I mean, what's kind of the dynamic playing with some of these bands? I'm sure that a lot of them are just old friends and it just fits, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all these guys and and girls, uh, vixen girls, you know, or women, excuse me, um, they they're friends and 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 they're all good. They all care about what they're doing. You know, everybody goes out there and gives it their all. Some guys are getting get rusty. They got to get it together. You know, I've heard guys I've heard uh, 
guys in different bands not sound great and then sound great. You know, um, it just happens. You know, it, you're not always on. Hopefully you are 99.9999% of the time, but, but things happen when you're out on the road and you're traveling. So all these bands sound great. It is what it is. It's a genre. You know, promoters want a package. They want something where there's you're going to get, you know, five, six, seven, you know, radio hits and a show from two or three from each band or more from one band than the other, whatever. <laughs> um, but that's what they want. So that's what we do. And we we don't hold anybody back. We don't suck sound out of them. We don't do lights. We just say set up and play and have a great time. You know, it's not we, we have a responsibility to the people that come and see us. And that is first, first on the list. There's nothing, you know, it's not about me. It's not about anybody else in my band or anybody else in the other band. It's absolutely that 110% we have a duty to put on a good show for people, you know, and if we can't do that, then we shouldn't be doing it, you know? So the people that come to our shows that want to see us get that. And I think these other bands that have gotten, you know, that have come along and we're all like older and wiser, so to speak, I hope, um, you know, share that, share that opinion. You know, I mean, it's just a responsibility and that's what you got to do. It's a fun responsibility, but it is definitely. So if you look at it that way and, and you put yourself with other bands that do that, you know, and have that thought, thought process and it works out and you get a great show. Well, we are looking forward actually here in Missouri. We've got you guys here in uh, Hannibal, Missouri, um, coming up here. And I believe that is July 23rd. So for the, the, those local listeners here in the state of Missouri, we're in Kansas City, which is a far cry from here. But rest assured, Joey, I'm going to be there. It's at Heartland Field in Hannibal, Missouri, uh, July 23rd. That's with Firehouse. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that. And uh, can't wait to catch up with you, man. It's been a while. You guys were up in St. Joe, Missouri a couple years ago. That's the last time I think that I saw you. So we'll see you here in Hannibal coming up. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a great show, Looking man. Looking forward to it. It'll be well, absolutely, absolutely a blast. We can't wait to see everybody out there. Well, before we cut you loose, uh, Joey, we've got to hit you with our final four drum roll. Four quick questions and you give us uh, whatever comes to mind if you're ready. All right. Okay. What is the last concert that you attended as a fan? If you can remember back that far. Yeah, <laughs> you're going way back. Um, <laughs> probably Kiss. Okay. Uh, well, that that was we almost I was on the say. kiss. I was on the kiss cruise, so we we oh, got to see kiss. That counts. We'll we'll let that one go. That's 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 awesome. Always wanted to do one of those. Um, next question: What is the first album that you remember buying with your own money or that you stole? Um, there were three. Uh, I did bought three at, at once. I bought the Who's Who Are You. Bob Seger and Silver Bullet Bullet Van, uh, Bullet <laughs> Bob <laughs> Seger Night I think was Night Moves Night right? Moves Silver Bullet Band I, I swear this is water it, really <laughs> it is um, I just went up since four a.m. and then the Cars I, the first Cars record believe it or not so no metal in there right no that's but, great stuff though but all killer songs all killer songs. oh I love the Cars I, that's one of my ten favorite bands of all time um, yeah. What are some uh, a show or some shows maybe in the last year during pandemics that uh, you've been able to catch up on that you've watched that kind of stood out to you? Like TV? Yeah, Netflix, uh, streaming uh, shows, anything? Did you watch anything I, that I I don't I'm not a TV guy. I'm really? a, I got a, I got a son who's nine years old. He we he's been watching Phineas and Ferb on that <laughs> Disney. Channel and I think the guys in Bowling for Soup I heard 
do a lot of the music. So it's, it's good. It's good. It's, I watch that. Um, and then I've watched as much music as possible. Like I, I've been, I just watched some Michael Schenker, uh, concerts from a year or two ago when he played with Herman Rarebell and, uh, Francis from, uh, the Scorpions. Um, it was killer, killer, Schenker's killer. So I just watched that. I like, I like watch concerts. I'm a weird dude. I don't know. I don't watch uh, Fargo or I'm Fargo <laughs> That's a, <laughs> that was I one. Watched that, it. I was going to mention that it. one. No, I love. I was. Uh, I saw the Schenker Fest twice. With what he did with Robin McCauley and and uh, Gary Barden and Grant Bonnet and all those singers. It was amazing. And Schenker's yeah. one of my true heroes. Um, last one. I think you kind of touched on this, but I just kind of go back over it uh, just in case you have a different song. Um, since this is the 30th anniversary of Cherry Pie and this is the 30th anniversary of Cherry Pie Tour, is there a specific song from the album maybe that you guys don't play or haven't played that you're really looking forward to dusting off? We're playing the whole record. So I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been playing along to the record for about four or five weeks. I've song and dance, man. You're the only hell your mom ever raised. Yeah, the, yeah. Playing uh, Rain, everything on that record we're playing, everything. Uh, train 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 so it's all out there for your steaming ears uh well will my steaming ears hear ode to tipper gore live <laughs> probably not <laughs> well there, there might be some depends on if the show's pg or not how's that oh well i think there. i think we know the answer to that uh yeah. joey uh cannot thank you enough man dude thank you so much Best of luck on this tour, man. We'll, we'll see you down in Hannibal here in a, in a in about two months, man. Can't wait All to right, do it. Clint. All right, buddy. Thank you for the time. We'll talk you bet. soon. Thank you. Huge thanks to Joey Allen, and I feel better already. Got that first interview under our belt under the new name. Of course, Joey Allen's been on our podcast multiple times under the Music Mania banner, but here we are on the road to rock, and it just feels right. It fits like a glove, and so far the feedback has been great from you guys on our social medias and, you know, being okay with the change and, and kind of going with it. You know, there's some, sometimes when you do a rebrand or you, you change things up, people don't like that, and, you you know, you, they think you're doing it for selfish reasons or they don't like the new logo or they don't like where the new website is or things like that. But guys, this is, uh, for me, it's something that I needed to be able to press the reset button on. And all of our content now is uh, we're sort of streamlining it. And uh, because I also do a sports show and a sports website, but that's all kind of gone under one banner. And uh, you can go to, uh, to road to rock podcast.com and get in on all of that. So go over there and do that. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, great American sports and entertainment network. And you can get these interviews for free on video on YouTube. Do it. Why not? Next week, just a teaser. Next week, already got this interview in the can. He is a first timer here on the road to rock uh, slash music mania. It is none other than LA Guns guitarist Tracy Guns. Your favorite axe wielding maniac Tracy Guns is coming on next week. And let me tell you, you are not going to want to miss it. I've already done the interview. It is full on entertainment because Tracy, you got to match that guy's intensity and he's hilarious and it's it's just it's one of my favorite interviews and most more entertaining interviews i've ever done that's coming up next week on the road to rock <laughs>